0: The next train to Scrumley on Sea is in two hours. That's too late, said Howard. But wait, said Purvis, turning to a different page and running his finger along another row of numbers. Yes, he said. I see. What do you see? said Howard. What? What? There's a train to Pimpster via Cluckermold. What good is that? squawked Howard, bouncing. I don't want to go to either of those places. I know, said Purvis, but the scrumley on sea train also goes via Cluckermould. According to the timetable, the Pimpster train calls at Cluckermould at 11.54 and the scrumley on sea train calls at Cluckermould at 11.55. So if we get on the Pimpster train and then get off it at Cluckermould, we should be just in time to get onto the train we were supposed to be on in the first place. He looked up triumphantly. Brilliant, said Howard. When does it leave? In two minutes, said Purvis. From platform one. QUICK! shouted Howard, sprinting off. Everyone sprinted after him and they all bundled onto the train just in time. It was very full. Good morning, said a loud voice. This is the eleven fifteen to Pimster, calling it Bidderidge, Mimisham, Cluckamold, Upper Cluckamold, Cluckaminster and Pimster. Do you mind, said a different loud voice, your bag's on my foot. Sorry, said Howard, picking it up. Right, come along, you lot. He started down the carriage, dragging all the bags and Alan after him. Purvis and Mickey Thompson climbed onto Orchard and followed. Said a woman, mind my head. Ouch, said a man, watch what you're doing. Sorry, yes, sorry, said Howard. But eventually they saw a spare seat in a corner by the window. Howard shoved the bags up above and Orchard underneath and plunked down hotly, Alan on one knee and the mice on the other. So many people, said Mickey Thompson. Pimpster must be popular. Yes, or cluckamold said Purvis. Or Upper Clucker said Mickey Thompson. Or Cluckermucker, said Purvis, giggling. Or Clicker Nicker shouted Mickey Thompson. Clicker Nicker, knicker, Nicker, Clicker Nicker. Orchard started trumpeting. Enough, shouted Howard. Several of the people in the carriage gave him funny looks. "'Excuse me!' shouted Howard. "'A bit of a cold! Ha-ha!' "'I didn't know you had a cold,' said Purvis. "'Shush!' hissed Howard. "'Let's just try and have a nice, relaxing journey, can we?' Suddenly there was a crackling, whistling noise and everyone jumped. "'Hello, ladies, and... <coughs> steward," <coughs> "'Fraser,' said the voice. "'And... <coughs> "'Pastries... <coughs> "'Snacks.' "'Listen,' said Mickey Thompson, his eyes growing rounder. Which <coughs> is hot bacon and tomato rolls.' "'Where?' asked Mickey Thompson. "'I don't know. I didn't catch it,' said Howard. "'Oh,' said Mickey Thompson. Uh Howard?' "'Yes, Mickey Thompson,' said Howard. "'I was thinking I might go and have a little look around.' "'Hmm,' said Howard.' I thought you might. Don't be too long. So Mickey Thompson went off to find the buffet car. And everyone else settled down to enjoy the journey. Ortrud went to sleep. Howard read Kablam. And Alan and Purvis looked out of the window. Howard! said Purvis, as another train pulled alongside. You can see right in at everybody. Mmm, said Howard. Look, Howard, said Purvis. Mmm, said Howard, not looking. ''It's Mr Bulletin, Howard,'' said Purvis. Howard dropped kablam. ''What? Where?'' ''In that train,'' said Purvis. ''I think he's seen you. He seems to be saying something.'' They stared out of the window at Mr Bulletin, and Mr Bulletin glared back, mouthing. ''I can't make it out,'' said Purvis. ''Oh, now he's waving,'' Purvis waved back. ''He's not waving,'' said Howard, sliding down in his seat. He's shaking his fist. Come away from the window. Now he's... Howard's mobile phone rang. Using his phone, said Purvis. Howard answered it. Mr Bulletin, said Howard. Yes, I I know. Yes, it was, but I... Can... No, sorry. Yes. Sorry. Bye. Mr Bulletin disappeared from view as the train sped up and swung away.